Welcome back to another episode of Project Prairie. This week, we dove into one of our co-hosts, Jordan Nightingale, about her path thus far, her current and future goals, and who she is as a person. Super awesome conversation with tons of great insight, with some off-topic discussions near the end. We thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy this episode of Project Prairie. So, uh, what was like, 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 obviously you're pretty into dance, but like, what was, uh, like, 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 where did that start? Like in your life? Like, you know? Oh, good question. Um, it actually is kind of a funny start. Um, so my mom put me into dance when I was in, or sorry, when I was two years old, she put me into dance. Um, my mom's a teacher and some of her other teacher friends who are older, like all of their kids had been in dance. So was kind of in the cards for me my dad always played hockey so I kind of had two options I was like dance or hockey and I just wasn't a very uh violent child growing up (laughs) not that you have to be violent to play hockey and sports but you know dance was more my thing so anyway at two years old I go into my first dance class and um you like made that decision at two you're like you know (laughs) violence isn't for me two years old I don't know I don't know if I was ever even in hockey. I can't remember, but um, that's like a very Jordan decision at two years old. To be honest, <laughs> like oh I can God. see it. <laughs> uh, Jordan's been rational since she popped out. <laughs> oh my God, you guys! Yeah, so week after week at two years old, I would I wouldn't go into class without my mom. So finally, she was like, "Okay, we're done. This is clearly this isn't for you. You can't handle this. We're done." So then. Um, she put me back into it when I was three. And then ever since I was three, I like love, love everything about dance. So it's just a funny little beginning that I was like, couldn't do without mom. And now I'm like such an independent person. So (laughs) growth, am I right? And like, you just like were competitive with it, like since you were three kind of thing or. Oh yeah. Sorry. So, um, I started in ballet and then moved into tap and jazz, eventually moved into like musical theater, hip hop, lyrical, contemporary. Um, I have my intermediate RAD, which is Royal Academy of Dance ballet exam and my advanced Saskatchewan dance teachers association top exam. Um, so was competitive, but also was like doing exams with it because I thought I would maybe be a dancer when I was older. Um, we'll get into that later, but yeah, I had been competing ever since I was seven. Um, and I just like no matter how busy I got, I was still so in love with dance that it was like never something that I thought of dropping ever. I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to be dancing throughout high school for sure. Might, might even keep dancing after. Um, I don't know. I love the idea of like conveying emotion through movement and being able to storytell with music, but also with movement. Um, yeah, I don't know. Super fell in love with it. And then uh, in my first year of university, I like hated it. I moved out at 17 and like absolutely hated my life. I was like, I can't do university. This is so not for me, especially being in business school. I was like, everything's so profit driven. It's so selfish. Like this isn't me. Um, so I auditioned for <laughs> the Disney cruise line to be a dancer and made it all the way through. 
and uh, we get to the end and they're like, Jordan, we really, we do want to take you, um, but we can't remake costumes like for my height. So like if, if you were shorter and you were like, you know, the body, the body size that we were looking for, we would take you, but we just, we simply can't remake all the costumes. And I was like, no, I totally get it. Like, thank you for like, at least being open with me and being honest with me. But, um, so then yeah, came back from Hollywood and, um, decided to keep going with university, which in, in the long run was definitely what was meant to be, but yeah. That's crazy to me, Jordan. I definitely did not know that. And that's like, they made a dumb choice by like turning you down. Just saying. No, I get it though. I get it though. They're not going to remake like, every costume just so that they can put me in the show. And y- y- like, you know, they choose dancers based on the stuff they already have. So I totally get it. But that's okay. That's fair. But like, I don't know anything about dance. So to me, I'm like, <laughs> what? That's like insane. Like, No, it was, it was honestly, it was okay. It was, it was for the best. Um, And in Saskatoon, when I came back, like I did get to be, I'm still on the U of S dance team. Now I have been for three years. Love that team. Uh, we compete in Toronto and Saskatoon and Edmonton every year, which is great. I'm just on the hip hop team. Um, they also have a palm and jazz team, but I'm obviously a very busy person. So I can't, can't do them all. So I just pick my favorite, which is hip hop or street dance. Um, and then I did dance for the rush, the Saskatchewan lacrosse league for the national lacrosse league, I guess the NLL. Um, I danced for them for two years and that was lots of fun too. That's pretty cool. uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. It's sick to be on a field. That's like there's no backstage. You know what I mean? Like everybody can see you from every angle and there's like 25,000 people watching you. It's definitely quite the experience, but you don't get paid that well. well. Sorry if that's a bad thing to say, but it's just, I had like other things that I wanted to do with my time. Like that just wasn't my priority anymore. So that's why I stopped with that team. But yeah. Well, they're like a small scale sports team. Like it's not like, it's not like the NFL or anything. Like, exactly. like obviously like, like even like CFL, I'm sure like CFL dancers or, or cheerleaders, like I, I doubt like CFL player, like CFL and NLL players like themselves don't actually make anything like it's like livable or for the most part, yeah. it's not. Yeah. Like you do it cause livable. you love it, which yeah. is, which is great. But there was just other things I wanted to do beyond that. So yeah, that's kind of been my dance journey. I'm trying to think of other things to say with that. Oh, I also teach dance. Um, I've been teaching dance for the past two years for Bravo dance company in Martinsville, which is like a smaller town just North of Saskatoon. Um, I also taught dance back at, back at Dance Connection in North Battleford, which I loved um, when I was a bit older uh, in like grade 10, 11, 12. Um, it's so cool to like see kids fall in love with dance um, and learn all the things beyond that too, like discipline and hard work and dedication and like, uh, you know, building up and meeting their goals and taking exams and being in competition. Like it's super cool just to pass that love onto the next generation and to see them fall in love with it. So, yeah, I think as long as I have the time for it, I would love to be a part-time dance teacher in some, in some way, shape or form. You think there, well, yeah, that's super cool. I think like sports is uh, like in general, like playing sports when you're young is like super, like, I I think uh, like, I I don't really care what sports, but I think I'll definitely like want my kids to be involved in lots of sports when, when, especially when they're young. Cause I think there's so many like attributable, uh, attributable life skills, especially when you're operating in like a team environment of any kind, a lot of collaboration there, um, things like that. But like, do you think uh, like, like what skills do you think uh, you've taken away from like your tenure as as a dancer thus far and like how do you think that applies to like your life and to your business and like and that kind of thing 
definitely drive and dedication and, and pushing myself. That was always something I wanted as a dancer. I was never like by, by no means was I like getting first place at every competition ever. Like that, that's not, that wasn't the case for me, but, um, I definitely wanted it. I definitely worked for it. Um, I think dance also made me a lot more open-minded. Um, just the community and the, the vibe in general that you get from the arts really pushes you to be less of a judgmental person, which I have very much appreciated. And it's, it's something you don't realize when you're, when you're that age. Right. And then you get beyond and it's like, Whoa, it's, you know, you meet other people who are a little bit more closed-minded and haven't been exposed to the arts in that way. And it's like, Oh, I'm very thankful that that was just something that naturally I grew up with. Um, I'm trying to think of other skills. Those are the main ones that come to my mind. Teamwork also, of course, teamwork's a massive part of it. For that, this is, um, I don't know if Corey still does this, but in my like fine, you know, we do like the final interview or whatever. Um, where they like officially offer you the student works franchisee position. Um, he actually, I think he might've mentioned you, um, or like, really, he was like a dancer that's done really well in Saskatchewan. So I'm assuming it was you. Oh, what that was like, cause he was like, oh yeah. Like dancers and stuff. Like we really like team, like people who were in that, like athletic stuff and whatever. And he said, there's like this dancer out in Saskatchewan, like she's done really well. And, like, it's just crazy because, like, you guys prepare all year for, like, one competition. And then it's, like, like the buildup. It's, like, you said it's very similar to, like, um, like the preseason building up to, like, production kind of thing. And then, like, the big shebang really that is production. Yeah. So, I don't know if he still talks about that. But he definitely mentioned it to me. And then, like, the minute I found out that, like, you, like, were one of the, <laughs> like, top performers doing dance, I was, like, this is the girl he was talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> like, that's nuts. But like, do you think that's true? Like, do you think like, like the aspect of like preparing for this one, like, I don't know anything about dance, like I said, but is it like yeah, no, I very think similar? I think it is very similar. The The whole idea of like work ethic and uh, pushing towards your goals and trying to beat your goals and trying to be better. And um, even the whole idea of like diagnosing and um analyzing like what can I be better at what can I do to be better at these different things is definitely applicable in dance and also in student works um so I think it was an easier transition I think for any athlete any varsity athlete that goes you don't even have to be varsity I shouldn't have even said that any athlete that comes into student works like you'll you're going to be better at taking feedback I think than someone who hasn't been criticized their entire life by like a Scottish ballet teacher whom I love, whom I love dearly. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think like that's uh, like, like sports in general, like um, team sports, even like individual sports, uh, like swimming and, and that kind of thing, or I guess there's teams and swimming, but either way, like sports in general, like it teaches you how to, you know, take constructive criticism and it teaches you how yeah. to, you know, like that drive to, to like be better. Um, one thing I also noticed, I, and uh, I feel like for most sports, this is the case, but like I know in hockey, uh, it's like super important to like have, uh, like, like have your head up. Like there is kind of like, like just natural, like, I guess, uh, most sports, like it's important to be able to do like multiple things at once. And like, this is a kind of a, like a random thing, but I swear, like, I feel like I'm, a, I'm like a little bit of a better driver because I like played, played that sport when I was younger. Cause I, cause like when you're driving, you kind of want to have your head up and that kind of thing. Like, 
you know, kind of like know your, like be aware of your surroundings. And, uh, and I swear, like if, if you like, haven't ever had to do that, like, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that would affect, like if, I just feel like it affects you in like so many different areas of your life, but also like the discipline as well. Like, cause you're like extremely disciplined. You're like, and you're continuously like, uh, like, like you still dance, right? Like you still dance competitively. Yeah. For the U of S team. That structure and discipline like clearly shows, like, I feel like, uh, oh, he's like most, most athletes understand, like, especially when you're in organized sport of any kind, like it does take a certain amount of discipline to, to be able to, uh, to, to compete and, and, you know, and, and, you know, the preparation and that kind of thing. So yeah, for I sure. Think. And to, and to balance it all and stuff. Um, one other thing I wanted to say about criticism though, is I, is I think dance, um, has definitely taught me not to take things personally. Like when you're getting critiques for the way you're moving or how you could be better or like how to um, uh, convey the story behind the song a little better. Um, none of it is a personal attack. It never is. It's it's all just very objective, which I think recognizing that has helped me in school, in dance and in business. It's not about you. It's It's not about you. Yeah, it's not like a personal attack. It's like, this is how I want to help you improve. And like, this is how you can do it kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And most of the time it comes from a place of like, they genuinely want to help you become better. Mm -hmm. Every every DM in Student Works ever, the VPs, Dan, like. Word. Yeah, I, I think it's just uh, like like the key for that is like, of course, just uh, maintaining that line between like you personally and your business or your your dancing skills or, or mm-hmm. your, your, you know, your schoolwork. Because it's like it's like if you if you have a bad test, it's like that doesn't make you just a terrible person. Right. Like in school um, or if you like mess up a movement on a choreograph, choreographed like dance kind of thing, like uh, whatever, like if that's like no, great no, terminology, that's, yeah, right? That's, yeah. <laughs> No, it's super crap. It doesn't like make or break you as a person, right? And like, yeah. Again, with your business, like if you have a bad week, or yeah, or you know, even if you have a client complaint, like even if you, uh, you know, like it's tough getting a client complaint. Like nobody loves it, but like honestly, it it doesn't make you a bad franchisee if you get a, if you get a client complaint, right? It's just like totally. you made a mistake, you know, or there was a disconnect you know, somewhere along the way, and that's just what it is, right? It's not personal. It's not you as a person. It's just you know. Jacob, I think the same thing in life though. Like, um, if you make a bad decision in life, um, I don't think that makes you a bad person either. I think repeatedly making bad decisions is a different story and like not learning from them is a different story in the same way with dance. If you repeatedly make the same mistake in dance, like, yeah, maybe you're not going to be a good dancer. And that's, I just think it translates to life very beautifully. It's like the quote, like if you make one, if you make one mistake or if you mess up once, it's a mistake. But if you continue that same, like if you continue to mess up, that's a choice. That's more of a choice, right? Yeah. And it reflects on your character at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's good. For sure. Well, how about, uh, so, so I mean, that kind of transition, like you, you're, you're, this is your third year operating with StudentWorks. Uh, you want to like go through, describe like uh, kind of your introduction and the way, you know, your kind of first year went like in StudentWorks there? Yeah, sure. Um yeah, it feels like it was an eternity ago when you think back to like your first year. I was a whole different person at that point. Um, obviously, like 
the people that go into student works, it, it, it attracts a certain type of individual. So like, I definitely believed that I was disciplined and hardworking and all that prior to going into it as a first year. Um, so I was like, yeah, like I can do a hundred thousand dollars. Like if, if that's what top performers are doing, like I'll, I'll be a top performer at this. Um, and then suddenly did 152. <laughs> um, but you know, you follow the systems and you do what you're told and you, you know, the other thing I, I'm a very big believer. in. like, if you, if you put good, honest vibes out into the world, good, honest things will come back to you. And I think that was a big thing I tried to do in my first year. I was like, be, beyond, you know, running a successful business, I want to do this the right way. And I want to like actually impact people's lives, like my painter's lives and my client's lives. So that's always been a big goal for me, like since year one, obviously not to the same scale that I like strive to do it now, but yeah. So my goal was a hundred thousand in my first year, ended at 152, had zero painter turnover, which was crazy. Freaking loved my team that year. I, I love my team every year, but that, that team that year was so good. Um, two of them whom still paint for me, which is a blessing and a half. Love those two guys. Well, girl and guy, Darian and Joelle. I'll just shout them out. Literally love you too to the moon and back a million times. Um, second year, I, was, I wasn't going to come back. I was convinced. I was like, okay, that was great. Um, but I am 19 years old and I don't need this kind of stress in my life. That was the hardest thing I've ever done, ever. Um, I don't need this anymore. And then obviously after talking to more franchisees and talking to Ashley, who was my district manager at the time, it's like, you're not done here. You have more to learn. You have more to do. Like you're not done here. Um, so I came back and I was like, okay, as long as I do 150 again, like as long as I don't do worse than last year, then, then this is fine. I can totally do it again. I can, I've done it before. It's not the same. It's a, it's a, not the same steep learning curve that it is in your first year. Like I will be fine. Um, so my goal initially was 152 just to be the same as last year. And then I moved it to 200 then to 250 and, you know, things progress. And I had some interviews with like some really, really good and awesome people that I was like, I need to run a bigger business because I want to support these guys. And I want them working on my team. Like I want to work with these people. So finished my second year at 310, give or take 312 or something like that. Um, and I just remember feeling very grateful at the end of the year. I was like, I did not think I could do that and still have the work-life balance that I did. Um, because in my first year, like my whole life was student works, my whole, whole life, um, which is good. It allows you to build a really good foundation. Um, but then moving into my second year, I was definitely able to like come back to Saskatoon often and like see my friends um, and have a really, really good work-life balance. Like my whole life, I wasn't constantly thinking about student works. It didn't, it didn't take over my brain every second of my life like it did in first year, <laughs> which again, not complaining. It had to be that way in order to progress to where I am now. Um, but yeah, uh, my goal for this year is 375. Um, I want to have four crews and just have a good work-life balance again, um, and be done like mid August in the event that I do have to move elsewhere. It's like last day of production being August 17th, give or take. So yeah, that's kind of been my trajectory. Learned lots, very, very thankful for student works and every single person that I've met in this company. Oh, Jordan, you're actually mind-blowing to me, like, awesome. Um, no, for real, like, that's so cool, like, you literally came in, knocked the socks off, and then was like, I just want to do better than last year, and, like, <laughs> that was so did scary. better, because you liked 
people that you were, you were hiring. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> um, that's actually so cool. Um, I had a question, but it's kind of disappeared. Um, sorry. Work-life balance. Okay. How did you do that in your second year? Like, what did you do to like separate it? Um, Mm -hmm. and like, how did you decide like, okay, I could probably take this weekend off. Um, but I definitely can't take that weekend off or whatever. Like, how did you kind of go through and decide that? Yeah, sure. Um, May was still definitely a grind. Beginning of June was still a grind. So like every weekend and weekdays, I'm like doing estimates. Like I booked, I think a hundred thousand dollars in May in my second year or just over something like that. Um, Cause I was like, I know how good July and August could feel. And I want to feel that. So I like absolutely grinded May and beginning of June did not go to Saskatoon, like maybe once or twice. Um, and I just delegated like significantly better. And when there was like a little thing that would pop up here or a little thing that would pop up there, I, I would send someone that's, that's not a me thing to go and do. <laughs> that is, that is my employees things to go and do. I pay them for a reason and I pay them well. And they always like, they're looking for more responsibility. Um, So delegation, I know everybody talks about this, but seriously, it's like, don't undervalue that. That is everything to a growing business. You can't do it all yourself and don't try to because it'll just cause headaches. Word. Um, Playing off that, like, was it just like you'd send people back for touch-ups or would you send people to go and like deal with like maybe like a client complaint or something like that too? Like how far, like what were you delegating? Yeah, stuff like that. Um, I also bought um, roof racks for all of my painters or not all my painters, sorry, all of my crew chiefs. So each crew was of two people. One person either drove a truck or had a roof rack. So they carried their own ladders, their own equipment, everything. I would pick up paint on Thursday end of day because we do 10 hour days Monday to Thursday so I'd pick up paint at the end of day from the paint store on Thursday label it all like fully very clearly have all my production planners ready and give all of that to my painters at the end of their Thursdays so that by the time Monday rolled around like they did not need me and they would just like send me pictures on their phones or like text me questions call me with questions if they needed me so like it became very efficient and like self self efficient without me needing to be there, which was a blessing, a major major blessing. And that also comes with hiring the right people. Like my people did not need a babysitter beyond like learning initially in May, um, which is good. They had so many questions for me off the hop, which benefited me and them immensely going into July and August, especially and June. Um, but yeah, that's so cool. Um, now I want to know, like, so you did estimates all the way through May and June. And then what did your July and August look like? Because you like grinded so hard in the beginning. Like, what did it look Fucking like? Fucking party time at that point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very, very nice. Um, I was able to spend a lot of time in Saskatoon with uh, my boyfriend at the time and just with my friends in general, uh, which I which I highly valued because I I. Uh, definitely wanted to prioritize spending time with the people that I loved a lot more. So I did get to spend a lot more time with my family too, even like going to the lake or just like being at our pool at our farm, um, which was so nice. Like I was in such a better mind space in my, in my second year, July and August, even, even May and June, I was in a better headspace. Cause I was like, I know this is hard and I know this is a grind, but it's going to pay off. 
So it wasn't like I was dying every single, like, you know, first year may I cried every single day. <laughs> Second year may I didn't cry once. So it's growth. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's just like, it's going back to what we were talking about before, like really like it's, it's, it's a choice. Right. And, and I think like, um, you know, it's good to push yourself for sure, but I think it's like, it, it's really, it's also really important to understand that like, like it doesn't have to be that way. Like, like, yeah. in your first year, you know, like you say, like, uh, like, like, you know, it was, it was super hard. Like your life with student works, but like you come back and it's like, Hey, like it doesn't have to be this way. Like I can actually yeah. like run a way bigger business. I mean, at the time you thought you were only just going to run the same kind of business and you ended up running like twice the size, which is like not a big deal, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, seriously, like you don't, it doesn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I definitely think like, that's like not a, not a super common thing or whatever, like common misconception, but I think it's like something, it's something I hear enough where, like where, where people are like, oh, you know, I, I don't want to come back because this year just sucked so much. Like I was just so busy. I was like, and you know, I, I get it. I saw I my friends or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. But like, it's like, it, it really doesn't have to be as Sarah, Sarah, you too. I think like yeah, in my too. first year, I, I, I wasn't like, I, I knew I was coming back, but like, I thought like as, as well, I thought like, you know, it just has to be like, you know, like production's fucked and it's like super crazy. <laughs> and like the whole year, like, you know, production's super scary for that reason. But it's just like, then it's like, you come back, you're more organized, you put the right people in places and, yes. you know, you delegate more, you get people carrying ladders for you. It's like, well, okay, now I do this and it's like, this job's kind of easy, you know? <laughs> well, because no, you're not, only not really, doing, but... you're only doing your job. You're not trying to do five different jobs at the same time, right? Like Exactly. Yeah. And it, yeah. And, and I don't know if this, you like you, like if you had this as well, but I know in my first year, oh, fuck, sorry. I'm just like, I'm struggling here. Uh, <laughs> I know in my first year, like I like almost took pride in like, having five jobs, you know, like I was like, I was like, yeah, like I basically have five full-time jobs. Look at me. I'm super sick. Like, you know, but like, it's like, now I look at that and I'm like, what an idiot. Like, you know, (laughs) I totally, totally know what you mean, Jacob. It's that, it's that, uh, it's that hustle mentality, which I still have in a way. Um, but, but it's about more than just working yourself to death. It's about, and I know I say this, the time this is me beating a dead horse but work hard play hard and earn your play hard well work hard and work smart right like if you work, smart, work smart yeah yeah like like if you're if yeah. you're like like the more efficient and effective you are with your time like you can still work hard if you want but like you're gonna see way more results right like i think we were talking about it with olivia like even on your on your first call like every time you tweak your first call you're effectively increasing the value of your time because you're gonna book more jobs and, and a higher percentage of the of the of the work that you do is going to actually turn into tangible, you know, monetary results. Right. Precisely. So you can, you can have both, you know, and I, yeah. So anyway, sorry. I just like kind of went off on tangent. No, there. don't be sorry. No. And, and it's nice to have both and you can have it all. Um, it just takes a minute to figure it out. Like there are very, very few people that figure it out in their first year of running a business, whether it's student works or anything like, yeah, you, it's just yeah. part of the trajectory. That's where I think, um, I mean, full experience is like different for everyone, but first doing it for one year is, is not enough in, in my mind. You, you don't get it the same. <laughs> I agree. I think, uh, I you get, agree with 
you get way more benefits if you come back second, third year, you know? And you grow so much more. Like, like I said, I'm a completely different person now than I was before. Um, I think one thing, especially with running your own business is um, it's extremely humbling. And I know we talked about this, I think on Olivia's episode or like kind of recently, but it is so humbling to, to come in here and think like, oh yeah, like I'm going to be such a good business owner and look at all these numbers I'm doing and look at all the money I'm making. And then you make your first mistake and it's like, oh my God, I'm, I'm not that great. I have a lot to work on and I'm like excited to work on it and I'm happy to work on it. But, um, it's, it's such a mind shift of like, you, you are not that great. Please, please like keep thinking that you're great, but you're, um, you have lots to work on still. And that's a good thing. Yeah. There's like always room to improve on something. And like, obviously I'm just going into my second year, but like, that was like a big reason why I actually came back for my second year was because like, I knew that you could still like that. I could still improve, like not even just like my business, but like who I was as like a person. Cause yeah, like first year me going into it was like, I'm amazing at this. I'm going to be so good. And then I left and I was like, wow, I sucked at that. (laughs) Let's do it again. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's uh it takes a very strong person to say that Sarah because you can say I sucked at this and this isn't for me and I'm done or you can say I sucked at this but I have a lot more to learn and I can do better yeah like to be honest it was a lot of um like talking to you guys like talking to people who had more experience than I did and like um I think when I say it was like paint training that everything kind of flipped for me where I was like damn like these people are actually really cool like and they're like super smart and like kind of know what they're talking about and like are really good at this. I was like, maybe I should stay for another year. And then like, yeah, here I am. So <laughs> that'll be fun. But no, Jordan, I'm excited for like to see what you do this year. And like, Thanks, I can't wait. Well, something I, I, I'm sure like Sarah, like, like maybe Sarah, you can relate to me on this, but uh, every year that I've done this, I've uh, left the year th- like feeling like I left something out there. Like, like I, I, I don't think like there hasn't really been a year where I've looked back and I'm like, yeah, like I just like I didn't leave anything on the table kind of thing. Like I, I, I've left all three of my years thinking that like there's so many things like I could do. Like I've just I've never had the feeling of like, oh, there's no way I'm going to do that next year, except for maybe in my at the beginning of my second year. But I, does that make sense? Like. Uh, just because I've I, I haven't hit a goal, but I was gonna ask you because like you exceed your goal consistently. Like, do you ever feel like you like maybe left something out there that you could have put more into it, or you could have pushed your, your yourself a little harder? Or, like, do you feel that at all? Um, do I think there's things that I can improve? Yes, I, I was not perfect. Do I think I did the absolute best that I could with what I knew at the time and with what I had of like available to me at the time? And as far as like time that I had available to allocate to this business, yes, I do. Like okay, looking back on question. it, I'm yeah, looking back on it, I'm not like I regret not doing this or oh my god, I wish I would have spent more time doing this, blah, blah blah. No, like like I leave my my first and second year at least. I have left and looked back and been like, yeah, that I did everything I could. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that that was my question. Cause like I've I I I've always like kind of 
I've kind of felt like, like, of course there's always things you can improve uh, upon, but like for me, I've, I've always felt like it actually, like with my capabilities at that time, I actually believe with the exception of my first year, maybe, uh, just cause I didn't know any better, but my second and third year for sure. Like when I look back on those two years, I, I, I think about like how I, I do think with the resources and the capabilities that I had, I could have done better and like, Oh really? Yeah. But, yeah. but I was just curious if you had that or if, if, no, I've actually thought about that a lot, Jacob. Um, like as the year ends, I'm like, like, yeah, I mean, I already answered your question, but, but I, I, I am very happy with, with the results that I had. And wouldn't wouldn't change too many things. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I mean, like I said, you you've like exceeded your goal both years. So oh, thanks by quite a bit. <laughs> How many times did you raise your goal last year? A lot. It just got to the point where Ashley was like, "Okay, we need to have another meeting and actually figure out what you're going to do here." And I was like, "Okay, sorry." <laughs> and then we figured it out, and it just got to the point where it's like, "Okay, I need to do like about 300k." So what did you do? Cause like you obviously plan to do 150 and the profit yes. on 150 to 300 is quite different. And since you, yeah, very different. <laughs> yeah. So since you originally didn't plan to do that, like what did you actually do with the, you know, absurd surplus of money that you had that you didn't realize you were going to have? <laughs> yeah, no, I got into investing. Um, again, my boyfriend at the time, finance major was working in finance. Um, in wealth management. And so I had a lot of very good conversations with him. He educated me a lot on like where to put my money for my age and for what I want to do in the next few years. Um, so like maxed out my RRSP, maxed out my TFSA, and then have just been, don't judge, but like in oil and gas and um, in a few other things. Where, Alberta, why would I judge you for that? Come no, on. I know. I just, for people listening. Um, anyways, yeah. So in investments and I want to get into real estate eventually, but I'm, I just am trying to build a little more prior to buying something. I also need to know where I'm going to end up because if I stay in Saskatoon, I'll for sure purchase something in Saskatoon, um, and probably hit up Megan to do such things. Love her. Um, but if not, I just need to evaluate my options a little more, but yeah. That's, that's what I did with the absurd surplus. Very, very lucky to have been surrounded by people that are well-educated on, you know, personal finance and, and things like that, because I know not everybody is lucky enough to have that kind of knowledge and education in their life. And also just being in business school in general, because I did have a pretty good knowledge myself as well. Even just at your age as well, like, like to be yeah. 21 years old and to get, you know, the amount of dollars that you had <laughs> and like when you especially when you weren't expecting it like to mm-hmm. be able to be like huh, i'm gonna actually like put this somewhere where it's gonna work for me like it's yeah. like super that's super awesome because i think a lot of well, thanks i think a lot of like 21 year olds or 20 year olds would be like you know not doing that like they'd be they'd be splurging a little bit more <laughs> they'd be like hey, no totally <laughs> No, and I am saving up for a vehicle, for a new vehicle as well, because I currently drive a 2009 Ford Escape, which I love. I love my little baby, but she has far too many kilometers to be considered a reliable vehicle anymore at this point. So I am looking to buy a 2018-ish 
Any Ford that's been driven off the lot has far too many kilometers on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, <laughs> anyways, okay. What I was going to say is I will be purchasing a 2018 ish, um, Volkswagen Touareg R line white exterior, dark Brown interior. If anybody wants all the deeds, <laughs> that, that's what I'm looking that for. That sounds oh, beautiful. That's bougie. That sounds it, is, it is bougie, but it's, but it's not like a Mercedes or a BMW. No, no, you, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's, no, it sounds nice. I don't care. Get I don't it. care for the title. I just, I care for a quality vehicle that I know is going to last, but still looks hot. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, no, that's, that's the, that's the way to go. Like that's uh, like, I, I, I'm in Tacoma and I love the the thing. It's like, you know, it's like low key. Well, it's, it, it used to be like kind of my dream truck, but it's also like, like the, one of the reasons why I love the truck is because it actually is like incredibly practical. Like it's like, you know, like it, it, like it doesn't devalue, right? Like, like it literally like Tacomas don't lose value. Like it's absurd. I think I actually, cause like the That's used like Jeep Wranglers. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wranglers number two, it's actually Tacoma then okay. Wrangler. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it actually is. And then it's Forerunners number three. Uh, Ooh, I think the Forerunners are very nice. Yeah. Forerunners are a very solid choice, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, like I, I, cause the used car market is like so crazy right now. I'm, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure it's like worth more than I bought it for actually my Tacoma, like no That's word of insanity. lie. That's the other reason why I'm not buying anything right now. I'm literally driving my escape into the ground at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I, all good. I literally saw a Tacoma for sale, like at a dealership, uh, like a few weeks ago or like uh, a couple months ago or something. And it was uh same year as mine and same like, but I think it had like slightly less kilometers because, uh, you know, as you guys probably know, like this job comes with a lot of clicks. <laughs> like so like, many clicks. Just a, constantly an, an driving. An absurd amount of kilometers have been yeah. added to my vehicle since starting student works. But anyway. I think I think in my first year, I put like 40,000 on my on my car, like the car I had. No, I believe it. I yeah. fully Dude, believe I it. Was, I was not prepared for how much driving I'd be doing during this job. And I was like holy crap, like I've driven so much this year. I have to go get another oil change like twice. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> twice. Never in my existence have I ever had to do that. There was one week in my first year, I remember this very clearly, where like I got, I literally filled up my tank three times. Like, because <laughs> I'd driven so yep, much. I feel that, Jacob. <laughs> but uh, anyways, either way, so getting off topic. But yeah, like what I was saying is, uh, yeah, I saw one and it was like uh, four grand more than what mine the, the one I bought mine for and it was stock. That's amazing. I've done a few things, my truck. So yeah, that's sweet. Anyways, either way, good choice in your car, but so as long as it's not a dirty Ford, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't hate Ford that much. But I'm just kidding. No, it's all good. Teach their own. I drive a Ford too. Be careful. I see. I so love my Ford. It, is it like that over there? Cause like literally you, you could play like, like if I, if I punched you in your shoulder on like a 20 minute, 20 minute drive, like very lightly, I just punched you in your shoulder. Every time you saw a Ford F-150 in Calgary, you, your, your shoulder would be like really sore. Like you'd have like a really big bruise. Cause that is for sure the constantly. case in Saskatchewan as well. I'll it's be like honest. I could, vehicle. Yeah. I could probably say it probably is here, but I don't actually like look at cars enough to like know that <laughs> like, like I can only guess like, yes. Just the dad mobile. I, it's a prairie thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it thing. is a prairie thing. But yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, are, are you planning on buying that this year? Is that? No, I'll, I'll get it at the end. Or yeah, I guess it will be this year. Like I, I want to get it in the fall. 
again, dependent upon where I'm going to be. If I'm moving to Montreal or Victoria, um, I won't get a new vehicle. Um, but if I'm staying in Saskatoon, I absolutely would, would get one. I also like Volvos though. I've been, my, my best friend and roommate, Allie is looking into getting a Volvo and the more and more she looks at them, I'm like, oh, those are really nice too. Very uh, reliable as well. Those ones. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're like a low key, a luxury vehicle though. Well, no, yes. I, I wouldn't even say low key. Like they are definitely, but they're like a reliable, like, I, I don't know. I feel like, like Mercedes and a- or, uh, Audi and, and stuff like that. Like they're like, it's sick, but like our BMW, like, I don't know. I feel like they're not very reliable. I don't know. I, I hear so many I stories I about how they hundred clicks in they're done. You know, I just don't care for, uh, titles like that. I care for quality. Like, I don't know. That's what I mean. Probably though. like 50% of my closet is from Aritzia, but you know what? It's quality clothes and I will pay the price point for it. Yeah, no, 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 that, but that's what I mean though. It's like, it's quality. Like it's like luxury, but it's like, it's actual, like, like it's reliable. It's not going to fall apart on you kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. That's another, you know, that, that's another interesting topic, like quality, like, <laughs> cause I, I'm the same way as you. Like I have like, uh, I, I have like quite a bit of like Lululemon. Um, the other 50% of my closet is Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, like I it, feel you. It's high quality, right? Like, like it's expensive. You just can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. The return policy. Either of those brands, like. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, well, okay. So, like, and then uh, you know, we kind of got off track there, but you're no, uh, you're you're applying for law school. Uh, yes. What is that kind of looking like? Like, I know you applied to a few different ones. Uh, do you want to name name them off? And then, like, yeah, if you have a preference which one would you choose? Like if you could For sure. just decide between any of them. For sure. So I wrote my LSAT three times. <laughs> um, and it was good. It's, 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 it makes you smarter for anybody that's like looking into law and like is about to write their LSAT and stuff, like study hard for it and like actually make the effort to understand all the different sections. Um, it, it makes you smarter and it makes your university school suddenly seem significantly easier. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I applied to McGill. Uh, I speak fluent French, so it like makes a lot of sense for me to go there in the event that I get accepted. It's obviously an extremely difficult school to get into, but that is my number one choice, McGill in Montreal. Is that the top law school in, Cal- or in Canada? It, well, it's debatable between that and U of T, but yes, okay. of, it is in the top. Um, and then I also applied to the University of Victoria. Um, and then I also applied to USASC as well. Um, University of Victoria was my second pick for a long time. Um, but if I stay at USASC, I would very much like to do my MBA along with my JD. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, JD stands for Juris Doctoral. That's a law degree or Juris Doctoris, sorry. Um, but yeah, I would want to do my MBA combined with it at my current business school. That way I can have like three different things on my resume or just like behind my name, behind me. Um, and I could also get a uh, certificate in French common law at USASC as well. So like in the event that I don't get into McGill, but I do get into UVic and USASC, um, that's going to be a hard choice for me. So we'll see. All my applications, they, they've been in since October. They all just say under review. Um, and I am supposed to know like within a month. So I check every single day. I'm like, does anybody want me yet? <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so exciting. I hope you get into McGill. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. Of 
it's definitely like gotta be uh, a little bit like angsty like <laughs> it's incredibly angsty it's been angsty since like they they start giving decisions at like the end of february so it's been angsty since then <laughs> honestly yeah that i i, I can definitely see that <laughs> so i am excited uh, though are you like and and with that do you want to be a lawyer? I, I think when I met you, you were talking about like you want to be like a like a judge. Uh, yeah, that's still kind of. Or what's your plan with that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I I am excited to be a lawyer. Um, I want to be in criminal justice to start because that's what I'm very much most interested in. And then I would love to move into family law, eventually into corporate law, um, which fits well with my business background. I, I just I, I get bored very very easily. And the nice thing with a law degree is there is so much that you can do with it and so much you can get into and so much experience you can build, um, which is definitely what I want to capitalize on prior to being a judge. Because then once I do become a judge, they can you know whip anything at me and I've probably seen something like it before. Um, there's some things beyond that. And I don't... Manifesting is hard because I, I, I do believe in manifesting and saying like, I will get here, I will get here. Um, and I know I'll reach whatever goals I want to, but I also don't want to like lock myself into a certain trajectory. If that makes well, sense. Well, it's so hard to tell. I mean, like, I feel like, uh, like it's so hard to like sit down and be like, you know, this is exactly where I want to be in five years. Like, it's definitely good to have goals, like five-year plans and that kind of thing. Like, yep. but I, I feel like it's so hard to like, be like, you know, in five years, I want to be a lawyer. And like, that's like a hundred percent, like, it's like, yeah, right now, but like, I don't know, like something I don't know, something could change, you know? I mean, like a lot can happen, you know, in five yeah, years. And I want to stay open too. Cause like, I obviously love business. I love, love working in business. And like, if I could be a CEO someday of some company, like, yeah, by all means, I would love to do that. If that's the route that I end up taking, um, like Brett Wilson, who grew up in North Battleford, lives in Calgary now, super successful businessman. If I could work with him one day, I would like die of happiness. Like that would be insanity. Um, and again, obviously a very different trajectory from becoming a judge. So yeah, I would also, I'm also very interested in politics, like heavily, heavily interested in politics. So if I got into that route, um, would love to, to explore that as well. So Fuck. we'll see what happens after law school. <laughs> and politics after being are so, I don't know, like, you think you could be a politician? Like, I feel like you're, you're too, like, you're too pure, like politics. Oh I, I don't know. Like politics are like, like politics are like, no, I would never want to be the face. I would never want to yeah. be like the prime minister. Um, but I would like to be influencing policies for the she nation in some, broken... in some way. Jordan can pull all the strings like from behind the scenes. Like she's <laughs> oh, there. She okay. like needs a face in front of her and like she just pulls everything. Yeah, I don't need I don't need <laughs> I the attention. I don't need the attention or the the media and you know the drama in general of being the face of things. But I want to have influence in the way that because I want to stay in Canada. I definitely want to live in Canada when I'm older, but I want to have some influence into, as to how things are run here. You want to like change things? Um, not necessarily change. Um, like improve? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get, I don't want to get too into that. Um, <laughs> I'm so curious. I'm like, I want to I know. know. But I'm yeah. like... For anyone that's listening that wants to chat politics, like call me whenever. Um, <laughs> I would like to. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, where do you sit on the, where do you sit on the curve or on the, on the, on the graph? 
Oh God, I don't know if that should be disclosed, but this I- is, we're gonna have to have a call after this and go over it. But it doesn't make you a bad I'll, person. I know. Like your, your political I'll, I'll um, it's okay if you. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, it's good. We don't I'm, have to talk I'm, politics, but <laughs> I'm quite. Nervous. Cons- She's like, no, it's okay. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm quite conservative. Um, Fuck yeah. When I'm it comes kidding. to <laughs> when it comes to economics and um, the way I think. A country should be run similarly to how a business is run. And I have like always grown up conservative too. Um, with that said, I do find myself leaning a little bit liberally for certain social issues. Not all, but but certain. I I would say, yeah, like I I I'm like pretty pretty similar. Like I, I definitely like economically speaking, I'm definitely more conservative. And uh yeah. and like I definitely believe in uh yeah, that, that kind of avenue for economics wise. But like, I am, I would say very much like, I guess you call it like libertarian. Cause like, I'm very much like, I don't really care who you are or who you like or what you look like, like just do your own thing. You know, I I honestly, as long as it doesn't affect my life, like as long as you're not like affecting me, like personally, like you're not like coming after me for like, Oh, we lost Sarah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) as long as you're not like coming after me you do you know what i mean like uh yeah does that make sense like no totally yeah so i'm very much like uh rights like in terms of economics but like very left i would say socially same thing as you not all issues i think yeah i mean this could this is like a rabbit hole but i know this is a rabbit hole we, we yeah. yeah yeah but yeah um, i mean that's that's cool that's cool yeah no i think i have a lot of interest in it and um I like just knowing more also and like learning more about the different sides so I can have a more broad and like well-rounded perspective on issues too, Um, which is where I think law is going to be extremely interesting. Like I just can't wait to start getting in there and like, you know, not having it, not being in undergraduate school anymore. Love, love my degree, love Edwards, love USASC in general, but I'm, I'm, I'm done with like the 200 level sociology and the 200 level this, and it's just, it's beginning to get quite repetitive. So I'm excited to be on to the next thing. Yeah. Well, and like, just going back to what you were saying before, like, um, like about understanding new views and things like that, I think like, and it's like something that's like, I feel like really missing in the world these days, but like, like people don't understand, but like you, the, the, the best way to argue with somebody is to like actually understand what yeah. they're saying, like understand their point of view and understand what they're trying to say. Cause like, yeah, I, I feel like, like there's so much like in the world, the world's so crazy right now, but like, I feel like, I feel like one of the biggest issues right now is the fact that like nobody fucking listens to each other. Like, it's just like, everybody just wants to say what they have to say and like, get it out. And, and then as soon as other people talk, it's like, they just completely like tune out. You know what I mean? Jacob, I could not agree more. And if they don't tune out, they're tuning in um, t- to, to figure out how to respond. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's uh, it's, it's like, there's a difference between like actually listening and like listening or, or waiting to speak. Right. And that's what I feel like, totally. like you watch these freaking de- these political debates and they're just, it's an absolute <laughs> joke. Like, it's like, what they're and, saying you know, is like that's, barely that's why I want to get into it. That's why I want to get into it, Jacob. It doesn't have to be a joke. It doesn't have to be that way. Like it, it could be so much better and it has so much potential to not be the way that people make fun of it. That was a really horrible way of creating a sentence. 
it's <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I know it doesn't have to. Be. Yeah, no. It could be so much better than it than it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, Jordan's gonna change the world. So. <laughs> oh my god! You heard I don't it. know you if I go it. that far. You but. heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 cool. That's. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, that's uh, you know that that's kind of your plan for for right now. But I mean, who knows what yeah, happens? It's a very right? open plan. Like there is direction. Um, yeah. But I don't want to be closed off to potential opportunities that may arise. Yeah, of course. Especially if it like fits you better. Or I mean, maybe. Maybe you go to law school and like you hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe yeah, like a no, year in, you're just like, fuck this. Like this is so stupid. Like I don't want to do it. For sure. And, like that's yeah. And then maybe I do like something literally entirely different that I didn't even think of. And I'm and I'm cool with that too. Which is funny because I think student works has affected or not student works. Yes, student works, but running my own business has affected me a lot this way because I used to be so structured. I used to be like, I need to plan A, B, C and like point ones, two, three, like, like all the different like possible scenarios that could happen. And nowadays I'm more like, I know what I want. And that's the most important thing. If I know what I want and I know, like, like broadly speaking, like I know that I want to make a difference and to like, um, have a positive influence in people's lives and in the world in general, um, whatever that looks like I'm cool with. Yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, I mean, can't really, can't, can't really, like, like I, 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 I think it's a really common, or uh, it's kind of pushed on, pushed on people like kids, especially like when you're 18, it's like, what are you doing for the rest of your life? And it's like, I don't know, I'm 18. Like, how well, fuck yeah, am I and supposed that's, to? yeah, the average person isn't it like the average person these days like changes careers like five times or something before. Like, I don't even blame lifetimes. them. I get bored too, man. Yeah. Like, I totally get it. Yeah. I mean, you do that, you do something, I mean, and you see it everywhere. I mean, it's just like, it's not always that, like, it's not always that you hate the job even sometimes it's just that, like, you're just at the point where it's time to move on. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, you're drawn elsewhere. Yeah. And if you feel pulled elsewhere, like don't fight that. Just be, just because society says for you to like, keep your pension at a certain job and, you know, be whatever it is, a nurse for a million years. Like that doesn't mean you have to go, go do whatever you feel like you're drawn to. Yeah. And just be be really good at it, whatever. That's that's another really important thing. Um, whatever you do, do the best job of it that you possibly can. Yeah, don't don't half-ass it, full ass it. Yes, yes, exactly. Throw back to your yeah. to your <laughs> interview, Jacob. Exactly. Shout out to Jacob's grandpa for that one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so this uh it's a little bit different, but I uh, I just noticed this. So uh, you, it's, it's funny. Uh, I've noticed what you say, like when you say something, like when you say you don't like something or something like that, or, or when you say like the, the context I'm talking about is, is you were like, oh yeah, I'm super, I, I I'm so done with, uh, I think you said I'm so done with business school. And then you're like, <laughs> I like, and then you went back and you were like, I like my degree and I like, and it's been great. It's been an awesome experience. I've learned so much, but I'm ready to move on. You do that a lot. Is that like oh a, God. is that a thing you consciously do or that you've started like that, that you started doing? Like, cause, cause we kind of talked a little bit about it, but like you're super positive and you've got obviously some, there's no way, like there's no way you're entirely naturally positive. Like there's gotta be like things that you consciously do to maintain yes. that attitude. No, for sure. Um, I try to be very cognizant of the fact that like not everybody in the world gets the opportunities that I get. 
um, and to not take things for granted. Like I'm trying really, really hard, even if I don't like something or if I had a bad experience or if I, you know, met somebody that like grinded my gears, so to say, like it's, it's important to be thankful for all of it because it all just is part of the journey. And even if you are done with school or you're done with this person in your life, or you're done with the job that you're at, like you don't have to be so negative about it. Like you can be happy that it happened and ready to, to be moving past. So that definitely, yeah, Jacob, it's definitely something that I'm consciously working on. I'll notice myself saying something like that just sounds greedy, not, not greedy. That's not the word. Um, ungrateful. And I'll just be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Check yourself, Miss Thing. Check yourself. <laughs> I think I think I, uh, I, 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 I've, I've had that with like relationships, especially. I it mm. really like, I really don't like it when people say that they regret being in a relationship with somebody. Like you ever, you ever hear people say that? They're like, they're like, oh my yep. God, I can't believe I dated that person. Like, like that, that such, like, a, don't such tell a big me, mistake. It's like, don't tell me that you didn't have like, you didn't grow so much with that person. You didn't learn yeah. so much from that person. Don't tell me that it was something that you regret because there's even so if it much was a that, bad, that did for you. Even if it was a bad relationship, in the very least, like there's something that you extracted from it, right? Like there yes. was something like maybe you just, even if it was just like, huh, okay, like that's really not the person I want to be with. <laughs> you know, it's like something as simple as that. At the very that. least, you're right. You're totally right. And if it took you three years to realize that or four or five, whatever years to realize that, like- or even just two months, like however long it takes you. Like, yeah, I just think that's like uh, a little bit like overused. Like people say that mm-hmm. a little bit too, like, oh, I regret this. But it's like every experience, like good and bad kind of gives you something, right? It's all, it's all part of your path. Yeah. Do you believe in fate? <laughs> Pardon? Sorry. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say, Sarah? No, um, I just kind of agree with what Jordan said. Like, like you have a path and like, oh God, I hate that you've asked that question now, Jacob, because of like, <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. Um, Why? I just think, I just think you can learn something from everyone, like good and bad. Like you can learn good pieces from some people and you can learn bad pieces from some people and you can learn both. And like back to the whole relationship thing, like even if it like after you're done with it, you're like, oh, hated that. That was awful. Like during that time, like you didn't know that. Like you can't be like, oh, I regretted it because it's like at that moment in time, like that is what you were doing, and like that's okay. At and that's some what you point, wanted. And it's okay that you wanted that. Yeah, it's okay to change you your mind. Yeah, at some point you cared about them, right? Yeah. And possibly even loved them, right? Like it's like. I mean, relationships specifically, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But actually though, okay. Like I'm, I'm just fucking grilling you here, asking you the hard questions, but no, I love the hard questions. Jacob. Do you believe in fate or destiny or I guess fate is different. Yeah. Destiny. Like, do you think there's a path that's like already laid out? Like, like that's uh you're like not fully in control of. Um, okay. Have you guys heard of the term ominism before? No, that's okay. It's essentially like, um, like I'm a very spiritual person, but I wouldn't say I'm religious. 
Um, I think there's truth to be found in like all kinds of different religions. Um, and I think it's more about energy and um, connectedness than it is about like following a book or following, you know, anyway. Um, Not even a book though. Like, just like, do you think that like, do you think uh, that you actually have control over your future yeah, sorry. or do you think? Yeah. You so think to, that- to lead into fate, to lead into fate. Um, I, I, I have a lot of trouble thinking that every person has a set path that like you can't possibly veer from. I, I, I do very much believe that I'm fully in control of my own life. Cool. I, yeah, I think there's people that I meant to meet and things that I meant to do, but I think that's all up to me to choose at the same time. I think I agree with that. That like, um, there's like always like splits in the path and like, depending on like which way you go, like it gives you like different choices through life. So like, maybe you're like partially, I think you're partially in control. Like, I don't know, like, okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, I think that like, this is like such a difficult question. And I no, I respect that thought process. My brain is like itching with this. I'm like, I love this. No, good. That's but um like yeah, like I I agree with Jordan with like I agree, like I believe more in like people's energy and like if I have like a good feeling about someone, like that's like how I feel and like that's what I trust in. And like um that's like fairly like that's not even like uh that's that's like like necessarily a spiritual thing. Like there's actually No, it's like, like a thing. Yeah, no, there's, there's like, uh, like, it's like when you walk into a room, like humans can actually like feel tension. Like if there's like just been a fight, yeah. you can actually like tell, uh, cause like we actually give off a lot of, uh, hormones. We're also like, as creatures, we're also like wired uh, oh. to read body language. Right. So like, mm-hmm. that's cool. Even, even if you that. don't, even, even if do. you don't notice it like yourself, if you don't know how to like pick up the signs, like we do yeah, right. un- like sub like unconscious or subconsciously, like kind of pick up on cues from people. Like, it's like if somebody, think... somebody likes you, you kind of know, right? Like you, do you know what I mean? Like you kind of have an mm-hmm. idea of it. I do That's think true. body language, I do think body language and like, you know, sensing tension and stuff is like a big part of it. But I actually, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to disagree with you there, Jacob. I do think there is a very large spiritual aspect to it. Um, I don't know if I can put it into words, but, but I do think that people are able, the, the people who are in tune with them, with themselves and know themselves um, are able to pick up on the different energies that people give off. But well, that's it, just me being, being a little, I mean, I, I don't no, disagree no, with you. Like cool, Jordan. Like, I don't disagree with you. I just don't think it's something that like you just have. I think it's something that you learn and practice. Like, I don't, I don't okay. think okay. that's so, so I don't like disagree that like, uh, but, but, but I just don't think there's like, like, I think being what you're talking about to me, is just being aware of like yourself and other people and, and your surroundings mm-hmm. and being aware of like your feelings. Right. Cause like, you know, like what Sarah said, you know, like you can definitely feel like there's like a vibe when you talk to somebody like, you, you know, you can definitely feel that, but it's just like, yeah. So if you notice that you're just a little bit more in tune with those, mm-hmm. with those like kind of natural tendencies that we have to read body language and to pick up like even fucking like pheromones and hormones that we give off right like yeah. that's a thing right like there's that <laughs> i actually no i actually like that jacob i like that i, I agree that it's just that it's uh that it's something that you have to work on 
And it's definitely not something think- that I used to notice when I was younger. So I, 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 yeah, I like that perspective. Do you think some people could like are just like born with like a better sense of that than like other people? I think it's based on childhood experiences. Oh, yeah, it's not entirely, okay. but large. Uh, okay. There's so okay. many like variables. I feel like that it's based on like I feel like <laughs> uh I feel like like actual like brain functioning intelligence is is probably a big one because Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And uh, emotional intelligence, EQ. EQ has yes, so much it, to do with well, it. Well, yeah, and that one hundred percent. Yeah, well, EQ is that's that's what we're talking about is EQ. Yeah. But uh but yeah, so people who like people who are, who are highly perceptive, um, like even uh, like, like animals, for example, like animals, uh, you guys have had dogs, both of you. Yeah. So like, and, and I, I don't know if you know, but like dogs are like extremely perceptive of demeanor and your attitude and, and your mood. Right. That's why a lot of people like if, if you're, if their dog doesn't like them, they won't trust you because dogs actually pick yeah. up on, uh, with it. kind of intention and uh and like i believe tension. in that i fully believe Same. in that no but I'm it's it's actually <laughs> it's not like believe it or not it's like it's like actually true like dogs like pick up things like that right like, no i know but some people some people would be like oh your dog doesn't like me blah blah like that doesn't mean anything like, oh, I, no, I, I, I grew up like in a because i don't like you like i grew up in a it. household <laughs> <laughs> i grew up in a household like my if, if my mom had a contractor come into her house and like our dogs hate it. Didn't like actually like didn't like the guy. She wouldn't hire them. Like I, like, so like I totally. I want to like, meet I, your mom, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have an interesting family, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like totally a thing. But yeah, dogs are are uh, they're you know and 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 they're again, but they're not like spiritual. Like dogs aren't like super spiritual. But hmm. like what we were talking about before, they're very good at picking up body language and sensing when you're tense. So for example, if you have like a, like a pit bull and German shepherds, they're two of the most difficult dogs to train and have because, uh, they're like, some dogs are more perceptive than others. And those two dogs are extremely perceptive and and extremely, uh, sensitive to your demeanor. So if you're a person who like goes to work, comes home and you're just fucking wired, right. As soon as you walk in the door, you probably shouldn't get a pit bull or, a or a, uh, uh, or even like a German shepherd. Cause this a lot is of people, so funny. The, the dog that I want in like five years is a German shepherd. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, and, and maybe that's good, but you need to understand that like, they're extremely perceptive to your demeanor. So if you come home, you're just like fucking wired. You just had like a crazy at work and then you take that dog for a walk. <laughs> it's going to be like, it's literally going to be like hyped up on, on like the same way you're like hyped up, right? Like it's going to be like, totally. And as soon as like another dog or even like a person walks by, guess what's going to happen. They're going to get like really excited and like kind of be snapping and they might be a little bit dangerous. Right. And that's why yeah. German chefs are super smart. That's why they're used as canine or canine dogs. They're smart and they're aggressive and they're good. To, they're very easy to train as long as you know how to train them because again, they're very perceptive. So no, this is good. I consider myself a pretty calm person that can regulate emotion fairly naturally. So hypothetically, it would be a good match. <laughs> German Shepherds are like super cool. They're just like, oh, they're so stunning. So much work. Well, yeah, that's why I want to have one for another five years. Like I, like I need to be able to like devote my attention to like giving the care and like attention to this dog that it shall need. Yeah. I, I knew a, a German Shepherd like 
that walked uh they walked in the same dog park that we used to walk around, like around the same time. And this guy had his dog, like his German shepherd. Uh, she was a black sable, just gorgeous Aww. German shepherd. Um, and he had her taught, like he, he had taught her how, like he would just say like a certain word. I think he taught her in German or something. <laughs> and uh, he would like say a word and she would like run and climb. Like there was like this eight foot fence and she would like climb over the fence and drop. And then she'd stand behind the fence and wait for him to tell her to come back. And then, and like, it was, an, it was crazy as shit. That's I've crazy. seen. Yeah. That's just crazy. had her so well, so well trained. And he would just uh, like at the, at the end of the walk, he had a crate in the back of his truck and he'd just be like copy up or, or whatever. That was her name copy. And, uh, and she'd just hop right into the truck, right in the crate. No problem. She'd practically shut the thing herself. Like that's so. wild. If like if you can do it, they're super freaking cool animals. Like German shepherds are really cool. But yeah, just to tie back into like the childhood experience <laughs> thing, we've always had like we've always had big dogs. Um, right nice. now we have a Malamute husky. We've had a Malamute husky for a long time, and we started with um, uh, a black lab. So I'm very um, yeah, very inclined to big dogs. I see Sarah. Did you guys have a black lab too? I love big dogs too. Dude, we literally just had a black lab, and now we have like he's he's a husky mix like he's a rescue so we don't actually know Sarah, but we're almost twins again <laughs> why well, hang on i uh, hang on my <laughs> jacob's like my let dogs, me in <laughs> i one of one of the dogs is a husky cross with a collie oh cute yeah she's oh like the prettiest, prettiest dog in the world like she's Aww. gorgeous you have to send pics to our group chat my other dog yeah, we need is to see pictures. Uh, yeah i definitely will this sounds um, like an Instagram post. By I think the way. I've sent them to you, Sarah. I think I've sent them to you. You absolutely she's like, have. She's got the I've two different color eyes. Yes, I've oh, seen yeah. them. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Charlie, Charlie, though, he's our other dog, and he's a lab cross with a Great Pyrenees. So he's a big fucking dog. <laughs> he's like 120 so pounds. So cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet he's a big teddy bear, too. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. Like the nicest dog. Like, mm. wouldn't, like, somebody could break into our house or, or, like, to my mom's house. And, like, he literally would probably just, like, go up and, like, wag his tail and be like, hey, how's it going? You know, like, like he's That's such so a sweet. fucking goo. Oh, my yeah. God. I love dogs. They're so <laughs> freaking cute. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm super allergic, which is why I'm, like, part of the reason why I'm feeling this way today. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> That's funny. But I so, also just wanted to make sure. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jacob. No, no, you go ahead. I just wanted to make sure I gave a shout out to my parents in this episode. Um, <laughs> again, speaking of childhood experience, um, I feel like I really, really hit the jackpot with parents and with family in general. Um, and they're a large part of the like the reason I am the way I am. My dad is a farmer and like very much like down to earth conservative, though. Um and like always down to party, like love my dad so much. So he was like, he's definitely represents that side of me. And then my mom, math teacher rules type a, but like still super fun too, but like definitely more structured. So I, I seriously feel like I got the best of both worlds for parents. And then it's made me a very well-rounded individual. So shout out to my parents. I love you both. You guys are the best. <laughs> wow. That's uh, very nice. <laughs> I, I love that. You. That's so cute. Oh my God. Same thing with my siblings too. I freaking love my siblings. See now like you're, making, to- you're making me look like a dick here because I didn't I didn't do this. With <laughs> no, my I'm not, no, and my- that was not my intention. No, Jacob, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jacob, shout out your family too right now. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. 
No, I don't know. I was home. I was home uh, this weekend for quotes. And there was just a moment where it was my siblings, my two siblings and I in the kitchen. And just kind of sat there and I was like, I'm so lucky to have you too as my siblings and like to have my family in general. Cause like we all just connect so well and like can tell each other anything without like being judged. And I also like, I very much value their opinions and their views on things. I'm just very happy to have them in my life and I can call them whenever we can talk whenever. But yeah, I feel that families are like pretty solid sometimes. Most I never used to be a big family person, like in a grade, grade 11, grade 12 high school. Like I was, I, I guess a lot of people are like this, but very much focused on my friends and myself and, and all the things about me. And now when I go home for like quotes and I'll be moving back again this summer, I just kind of sit there and I'm like, ah, I love my family and I love hanging out with these people. And like, I would choose to hang out with these people. It's not, I'm not with them because I have to be, you know, you know what it is. Dude, I mean, it's like that it's like a teenage... maturity level. Yeah. Well, it's like that teenage angst. Like I feel like, you know, low key, like when you're in high school, like that everybody like, you know, doesn't like their parent or not doesn't like them, but like, doesn't want to spend time with their family. Yeah. But for me, uh, after I moved out, like my relationship with my family got significantly better when I moved out. Like I, when I go over to my family's house, it's like a hundred percent by choice. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Whereas like when I lived with them, it was like, fuck no, I'm just kidding. But like, it was like every day, like I had to see him and talk to him and it was just kind of a grind, yeah. you know, like, like I love him, but it's just like, fuck, you know, I spent 20 years with him, like, or that is ni- a good ni- point. 19 years or whatever. Right. Like it's like, that's a super good point that moving out definitely changes perception on that. Yeah. Now I'm like way more, uh, like I enjoy my time with them more and I'm just, you know, I'm definitely more like appreciative of the time I get with them. So, yeah, I think, I think that's a big thing for sure, but. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyways, we, uh, we got down a pretty good path there. Pretty. uh... (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Any other hard (laughs) questions for me, Jacob or Sarah? I love the hard ones. Sarah, it's your turn. Anything that's eating (laughs) at your brains about me? Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) I have to think here. Like, yeah, maybe. Um, If you could be any animal in the world, what would you be? <laughs> Word, we answer that. Animal. No, for real, we can pick your spirit, spirit animal. animal right now. Oh, is a that fox. a thing? A it's fox. a fox. Well, okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really caught between two, because, okay. um, foxes were my thing for like the longest time, um, but in recent years, I feel a lot more drawn to white tigers, actually. Oh, girl. Yeah, I don't know why. That's sick, but. That's so cool. I could see it, to be honest. What's Either your spirit animal, Sarah? Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. I have the biggest obsession with like water and like the ocean. Mm. Like that's like a must. Like I have to be near like water. And like my, I swear to God, my spirit animal is either like a seahorse or like a fucking turtle. Like that's what I want to be in my life. I love that for you. Like two very <laughs> yeah. different things. Like, but like, a lady okay (laughs) like i don't want to be a ladybug (laughs) or an elephant oh my god okay but like word like seahorses are so cool and like tiny and like colorful and like beautiful and like i feel like like, a bright and like like amazing and like sea turtles are just like 
epic, bro. They're just epic. Oh like that's all I gotta say. You sounded like, you sounded like the guy, the turtle from uh, for Finding, Finding, Finding Nemo. Nemo. When you yeah. said epic, bro, like you literally sounded like is that what you were going for? He was or? my favorite character as a child. Like course, that was yeah. who I wanted to be. Yeah, I can Jacob, see. Jacob, what's your spirit animal? Is there like do I have to choose or is there like a yes? No, whatever you feel what? drawn to, whatever whatever you feel like represents you. Yeah, whatever resonates with your soul. <laughs> yes, no, genuinely, it's literally like whatever actually. You feel like genuinely, if you were an animal, like. <laughs> uh, I I honestly, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, it would probably like this. I feel like this is pretty generic, but like, it would probably be like a wolf, just because like I've always loved like dogs, that. and uh, but wolves are you know obviously just like really badass you know <laughs> no but like i i uh no, I, like I, I like being I, I like being um i like being a part of things so like like that's uh that's definitely like something that's uh that, that's always been imp- important to me is like being part of uh teams of some sort and uh and just being a part of you know it's it's why it's, it's one of the things i miss about hockey so much is like the companionship and the team the team kind of atmosphere and it's it's one of the things that like I try to, to try my best to incorporate into like, like the, uh, you know, just the culture within student works. Cause like, just so I can get it. Cause like, yeah, I definitely crave that. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm also like independent, like a lone wolf, man, I'm just coming up with this on the fly. So like, it's like, <laughs> it's like it. dynamic, you know, like team <laughs> atmosphere, but I could also be like a lone wolf, like independent, you know, cause I feel like this is very reflective of your PI Jacob. Is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, well, yours is too. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. <laughs> Why? Like, do you think yours is too, or? I don't know if mine is. I that, that was just the first, one of the first thoughts that I had for you, but mm-hmm. even just I'll the confrontational honest. thing, I feel like that fits a wolf. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, like wolves aren't, well, Maybe with other animals, like they, they are, but like with humans, they're not humans. They just like, yeah, no, I was more so thinking other, other yeah. animals that they would come into contact with, but yeah. Yeah. But well, there you go. Are all of our <laughs> spirit animals. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I feel like Jacob, this is kind of weird, but I feel like you could also be like a bear. Like, <laughs> well, like a fat. grizzly bear or something. I sleep a lot. <laughs> trying to say oh something God. here? No, no, I don't Jump know. I just like it's just like a feeling. <laughs> what are you trying to Sarah, say about me? I feel what are you trying like, to say about me, Sarah? Like, <laughs> huh? Oh my God. Like it has nothing to do. I didn't even think about me? the fact that they. Like, <laughs> no, Sarah. Yeah, I was no, just gonna say. Even, I feel like Sarah, a draft would also be a good one for you. It's, you're tall. No, listen. No, I'm so serious. Not okay. But because they're so gentle and so you both sweet, could be giraffes. But they Aww. have such no. But they have such a presence to them, and they like That's they so aren't sweet. they aren't like a lion about it. You know what I mean? But they're still yeah, such we're... a majestic and beautiful animal, but they don't really know it. I feel like that's very representative Aww. of you. That's the sweetest thing everyone's ever said to me, Jordan. Oh my god. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> No, okay, back to Jacob being a bear. <laughs> like, 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 hear me out here, okay? Like, like, ignore the whole, like, sleeping and eating thing. Like, 
ignore that. That's like not the vibe. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking of. What I was thinking of is like, they're just like, I don't know. They're like, I just feel like it would make sense. Like, I just see it like as you, like, you're like <laughs> definitely captains. You're like, okay with like confronting people about stuff and like bears are like, okay about it. And I feel like people are like way more afraid of bears than like, like, don't get me wrong. Bears are scary, but like, they're so afraid of them. And it's like, you just like scare them off with like a little jingly bell for hashtag all the hikers out there. Have you, um, have you, have you had this experience? I have. Yes, I have. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's like, they're fine. You know what I mean? And like the little cubs are like, if you know, like at a zoo or whatever, not in the nature, don't pick up a cub in the nature, <laughs> but like, but like, they're just like sweet and like gentle and like soft, but they like look scary. And I feel like that's Jacob. Like, Do you, uh, is, is it because of my name? No. What? No. <laughs> no. My brother, my brother used to call me, uh, and like, he knew it pissed me off, but he used to like, uh, especially cause my brother's like way older than me. He's like eight years older. So, and he, you know, when I was like 12 or 13 or whatever, he, he'd like in front of all my friends, he'd be like, uh, he, he called me Jacob, the bear cub. Cause he knew it like <laughs> drove me crazy. It's a thing, Jacob. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know that just for everyone listening. I did not know that before saying that Jacob is a bear, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, think about it though. Like you like look scary to people, but like, you're not scary at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's just the vibe. It's just the vibe. All right. So we got two giraffes and a bear. <laughs> two giraffes no, and a bear. I feel, like, I feel, I feel like, like I'm too extroverted to be a giraffe. Yeah. I'm far too extroverted. Do you guys know like all these things? About- <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I just, that's what, when I, when I think of a giraffe, that's what I think of. I, I think agree of like with that. a personality like-, like Sarah's. Yeah, I'm like very quiet sometimes. Tame, most of the very time. tame. Unless I have to be like loud, then I'm like, you know, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> um, okay, I'm trying to think of one now for Jordan. Like, oh, what's like, like the happiest? Picture? What's the happiest animal you can think of? Like, oh my god, dude, a penguin, oh. bro. No, no, no. Penguins are like, did you guys penguins. know emperor penguins are fucking like four feet tall? Did you guys know that? No, they're fucking huge. I didn't know that until like, (laughs) until like last week. Cause I actually like, like I was in bed, like, you know, before bed and I was just like in the hole and I just ended up Googling like how tall an emperor penguin is and they're massive. (laughs) Yeah. So random fact of the day. I enjoy that. That's where your Google hole or YouTube hole takes you. It's to how big emperor penguins are. I I think how it happened is I like, uh, I saw a video of like a group of penguins like emperor penguins and uh and and i was like i was like huh like how big are these fuckers really because like i thought like i've always thought they were like you know like a couple feet tall like no four feet tall it's the average one crazy like it's like up to your you know like like that's tall you know like that's like up to your waist right like imagine a bird right like a flightless bird. Mm, I can't do birds. I don't like birds. Um, no, I kind of feel like I'm trying to think of one for Jordan. We don't have to. We don't have to. They can ponder. No, I have like a few like in mind, but I'm trying to find like the best one. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I know what you mean. Maybe like a deer. 
I or, mean, no, not a deer. <laughs> if we had Blank a comment space. section, we could be like, comment below. <laughs> Yeah, how about, you know, on our Instagram post of all of our dogs, what you think Jordan's favorite animal is. I kind of feel like maybe like this a far, or something. If people yeah, have if made, people it, this made far, it this far, they probably do. Know. And they've kept listening through like <laughs> through all this bullshit. Then feel <laughs> free to comment. Guys. Yeah, shout out to you guys. But like, also feel free to like message us what you think, what kind of animal you think Jordan is. Please do. That's so. Funny. DM our Instagram account because I actually want to. Yeah, know then, what you, then you know what you are. See. You know what you are. You're like a golden retriever dog. That's what you are. You think so? Yeah, because golden retrievers, they're just like super happy all the time. They're blonde like you. Uh, tons <laughs> the of design energy. factor. Right. <laughs> no, I love goldens. I don't know. I, I, I would like to think. Everybody's <sighs> best friend. Oh, thanks, Jacob. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> no, the only, the only thing I was going to say with that. Well, actually, golden retrievers are like, they can be actually pretty fierce. I was going to say, it can like be, might be yeah. something a little more fierce, but when goldens they have be, to be, they actually can be. So maybe that's so protective. So protective. Yeah. Something I'm trying fierce. to think of like, what was it? Sorry. Sorry. What was it originally that you said? Well, I used to be very drawn to foxes. Foxes, right. Yeah. Fox. And then a white tiger, right? But now, Those yeah, are... I don't know. I really like white tigers lately. I kind of like all yeah. three of those for you. I say lately. Lady Perry. Nice. Actually, we should get oh into music. What kind of Sarah? What kind of music do you listen to? Who are like your favorite artists? Oh God, Jacob could expose me really hard with this, so I might just do it first. I officially, and I'm proud to say it, I like Taylor Swift, and y'all can come for me for it. I shan't be that? coming for you. I yeah. completely, completely. <laughs> hang on, but hey, hang on, but it's important to make the distinguish or the the distinction, right? It's important to distinguish. We're not talking about. 2018 Taylor Swift. We're talking about 2009 Taylor Swift, Fearless right? Taylor Swift, yes. Yeah, like our song, love it. right? Yes, love it. Yeah. So good. It's... That whole album is gold. And as a side note, I also like her two like newest albums, and I like I just like Evermore and right now. and yeah. Yes. yes amazing. Also, Beautiful. hey, like we're all turning 22 this year, so you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're gonna be feeling twenty-two, right? We're gonna have to like. I'll be feeling clip. so twenty-two. <laughs> We're gonna have to like clip like a piece of this of like all three of us listening to like twenty-two together for like each birthday, and then like mash them all together. When's, when's all our birthdays? <laughs> Mine's June nineteenth. And you, Jordan? Mine's October twenty-second. Oh, I'll probably be fuck. the latest. That's so far <laughs> away. I know oh, it's so far away. Fuck. That's so far, Jordan. Tragic. I thought like by uh, paintball, we would all be 22. But oh, We can still listen to it. I'll be 22 in, in spirit. No, no. Sarah, no. And I'll, Sarah and I will listen to it. And... Oh, you guys. Oh, it'll be like me and Jacob in the front and like Jordan in the back. Yeah. I'll just be like bumping by myself at the back. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that's okay. We can all listen to it. We can all listen to that just means that. that just means we have to all meet up like in October and like listen to Honestly, it. Honestly, like Jordan's that's, that's birthday. If I'm in Montreal, you guys, you have to fly to Montreal for my birthday. So Montreal's that. wild. Oh, I'd fly is. to Montreal yeah. for your birthday. That place doesn't sleep. Down for that. Montreal's that's the true. Vegas of Canada. <laughs> it is. Like, they, like, have you ever been to Montreal? Yeah, yeah, I have. I no, have McGill, McGill is the definition of work hard, play hard culture. Yeah, 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 no, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. agreed. 
Yeah. I want to go there so bad, you guys. <laughs> Jordan, I want that for you. I'll like manifest it for you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Get in there, girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about manifesting either. Do you think do you think there's any truth to it, Jacob? No, I think like what you're actually doing is keeping yourself focused on your goal. I don't think you're actually manifesting okay. it. Like, I don't think, I don't think you, cause like, like consider this, <laughs> if you sat in your bed and just like sat there all day and was just like, <laughs> I'm going to be great. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be great. And then you did the same thing for like a week. Like, did you actually make any progress? towards that or like like you actually have to go out and do things to make it happen right like i can't yeah. manifest my i can't manifest my business to 500,000 i think it's a combination <laughs> like, of yeah like, no you know i think I mean? it's a like combination it's, of visualization and action all together and i think that the act of manifestation is I, I i agree with you that it's that it's a lot about um just seeing yourself in that position and then that helps in your actions to 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 get you there. I think it just keeps you focused, right? It's like, I think for sure, like reminding yourself of your goals is important. I think it's like important Mm -hmm. to keep yourself like, you know, and whatever, I know lots of people, they put in their phones, they put it on their fridge or something, but it's like, ultimately it's just like another, and I'm not saying it's like, I'm not taking anything away from it, but I feel like it's just another tactic to remind yourself and keep yourself on track and focused for your goals. So Jacob, I have a question for you for that. Like, I guess Jordan, you could probably do this too, but like before, like, like I played university basketball. So like I did this a lot, like before every single game, like this is, ugh, I hate that I'm saying this a lot, but whatever. Um, I'd like sit down and like actually think about like how the game was going to go and like what plays I would kind of make and like visualize it and like do that. And like, to me, like that was me like manifesting that I was going to have like a good game. Like I was going to score this many points and like, this is how many, whatever steals that I was going to get and stuff like that. Like, like I found like as a player, again, as an athlete, like that's like what I had to do. And like, I did it a lot last year, like before I still do it before estimates. I like imagine myself like going in, presenting it and then like them booking the job. Like it's not me like sitting on my couch, like I'm going to book 150 K sitting on my couch. It's like, I'm going to go in there and this is what's going to happen. And like, that's what manifesting is to me. Yeah. I, uh, no, I definitely used to do that before games. Uh, when mm-hmm. I played hockey, I used to, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if I would call it like, I don't think I was like saying like, I'm going to go score a goal tonight, but I would more, um, like imagine the movements like it was almost like an exercise that i would do like it was like i would imagine my the, the move that i would have to do to 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 get around an offender or like the way that my body has to move in order to shoot the puck right to to put it you know in a certain spot like it's just like stuff like that i would i just like and it was almost like getting myself like primed like to to be able to actually like go do that right um and in terms of estimates I definitely don't do that anymore. Like I, I definitely, uh, like I definitely, I, I get in a certain mood for estimates. Like I definitely like kind of get like pumped, like just, just, but, but it's more for me, like the preparation for my estimate is more just to get me in a really good, uh, kind of mood to, to like for the customer and I like to, to present well. Right. Um, 
but I, I definitely used to do that when I was playing, but I, but like I said, not so much like, you know, I'm going to go out there and score a goal. It'd be like more imagining the movements that come with like scoring a goal a certain way or, cause especially I'm sure with basketball, it's the same. There isn't really a whole lot of like, like a lot of goals are kind of just reactionary. Like it's very difficult to be like, I'm going to go out and score in this exact way and then actually do it unless you're like fucking sick, <laughs> which like I was never, I was never good enough <laughs> at the level I was at. I was never good enough to like be able to do that. But see, but I yeah. found like I could do that. Like I could be like, okay, like I know how they play. So like, this is what I'm going to do to like get around them. And like, I like see it and then like just be able to do it and it just made sense and yeah it was exactly what you said like it's like priming your I found it was like priming my body to be able to like do that because I already have it in my head like I already know what I have to do yeah 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 because uh you know sports you know hockey basketball dancing you know it it's it's definitely physical but it's also like it it requires a lot of mental coordination as well right like you got to be able to think on your feet and think quickly so um, it's obviously super important to be able to get into that kind of headspace and, and get into that, that dialed in kind of, kind of, uh, mode. And I think for estimates, it's the same, you know, for sure you need to get, I mean, that's why you should never make a, an initial call as soon as you wake up and you're like kind of groggy, right? Cause it's like, just try it sometime. Like you'll definitely fuck it up. Right. <laughs> Cause you're just like oh, initial, man. every initial call, every estimate, pretty much every conversation, every interview you do, pretty much every conversation you have for, throughout the summer, like obviously there's similarities and there's like certain, you know, there's like kind of a consistent structure for the way it goes, but they're all slightly different and you need to be ready for those things that are going to throw you off course, right? Obviously, and, and be able to react to it well, right? Like in terms of maybe somebody asks you a question that like you don't get very often. So you need to be able to like think quickly, like you know the answer, but you need to be able to like come up with the answer quickly, right? Because I know I've gotten questions where it's like, yeah, I totally know this, but like I need a sec to like gather it because <laughs> I'm I, I don't get it very often. You know what I mean? So uh there's definitely like kind of a a head a headspace, I guess you have to be in, in order to do that, which I'm sure you guys agree, right? Uh, but yeah, so. No, I I completely agree. Yeah, that's why I listen to. We've had this talk again prior to today, but that's why I listen to pump up jams prior to going into quotes. Yeah. Hey, whatever works, right? Okay, music though. Can we answer my music question, Sarah? Who's your who's the artist that you listen to? Who are your people? Oh yeah, sorry, you said Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Okay, sorry. What's that? (laughs) I listened to the Fearless album before going in to do an estimate. Everybody, wait, like straight up? Yes. Damn. Like I just love it. Like it's like a soul. Like it's like yeah. Like that's right. And then you like go in. They're like excited, but like they don't know that you're excited about like Taylor Swift like re-releasing your album. Oh, psych. (laughs) Taylor's version, everybody. Love it. Go. It's the only way. (laughs) I have a couple. I have a couple like go-to songs that I listen to before estimates. One of them is called "Institutionalized." I don't know if you ever heard that. Feel like who sings it? I don't, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't have my phone on That's me. okay. But I'm try- I, I maybe know it. It's, uh, it's almost like, um, 
it's like rock and roll rap almost. Oh, fun. You, know, you sing a kinda... piece of it for us? Oh no, my God. no, no, no. That's not happening. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, right now in his allergies. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of funny because it's like, it's actually not like, uh, like you should go listen to it because it's actually not even like, uh, like it, it's it's not even like it, the song doesn't even have like a really good message or a meaning. Like it's basically him talking about how crazy everybody says he is, but like he actually thinks everybody else is crazy. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> it's a really weird song. Uh, you should definitely go listen to it because it's kind of funny. <laughs> but uh, so it's a weird song to like that, that for like when you think about it, it's like, why would I listen to that before a quote? But uh, I don't know, just, you know, uh, I'm also like, I'm not like superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. So <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I, I definitely like, I have like a way of doing it. Like I use the same pen for all my quotes every year, like one pen. And then I change the pen every year. So like, no joke. That's something I've done since my first year. Um, <laughs> so like little things like that I do. Uh, it's not like, but they get in, it's not even like superstitious. It's just like, I don't even know what to call it. It's like, uh, like it's, it's funny. Cause I was talking to this, Jacob, that's uh, superstitious. I, I was talking <laughs> to this right guy. Now, this is not just you, Jacob, because oh, this, is so good. this guy that my friend like called me out on this. Cause he was like, uh, cause he's a pretty superstitious guy. Like he does, uh, like, I mean, you could call it superstition. You could call it routine, but he does like the exact same thing every single morning. And if he doesn't, it like throws his whole day off. And like, uh and i played mm. hockey with him too and he was like uh and he was the same like with uh with hockey and i was talking about it with him and i was like i was like dude like come on like like this is ridiculous like because like my view on superstitions is like well what if you like something happens and you like can't do whatever it is that you need to do before every quote or every game or whatever and uh <laughs> and he was kind of he kind of like shot back at me he's like he's like dude like you say you're not serious but like everybody's got a little thing that they do and and it's true. I mean, I definitely like, I've always said I'm not superstitious, but I've definitely like, even when I played hockey, like I had a way of doing things that like, I just did it the same way every time. Like, like I always put my right side on first for my equipment. Like I always do my right skate up, then my left, then my right chin pad, then my left. I don't uh, know you guys. I just don't care enough. I did. I did all I just don't stuff. care. I had to go left to right. I don't care right. that much. I had to. Oh my god. Left to right, eh? Left, Left to right. right. Yeah. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh but 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 like I said, like I wouldn't say I'm like a super 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 superstitious guy. <laughs> that's funny. But there's just little things, you know, like like the pen thing. I don't know. I, I don't think it's like a big deal, but it's just like something I do. And I just like it's kind of like uh it's like a tradition, you know. It's like it's like, well, why do you have why do you celebrate Christmas every year? Are you superstitious? Like no, it's just something I do, you know, my family does. Right. That's fair. That's a fair way of putting it. Yeah. that's. that's and then true. like, same with like listening to the same kind of, kind of two or three songs before quotes. Yeah. They're all rock and roll, by the way. Like I'm, I'm definitely <gasps> like, if I want to get, if I want to get like going. ACDC, I, Poison. Well, yeah. Back Def in Black, Leopard. of course, you know, that's a okay. classic. Yeah. That's got to be part of the Love list. All them. Right? Love all that. Love these rock. Yeah. Yeah, so that's honestly word. Yeah, that's the vibe. But like, it's called word. 
No, 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 no. Oh you, my God. I'm kidding. No, I'm ki- I- <laughs> you guys, okay, ho- hold on, hold on. Before we keep going this, do you guys associate different types of music with like different things that you're going to do? No, it's like different uh, different times in my life though. Like, like uh, hmm. there's definitely certain songs that I listen to in like grade 10 that I don't really listen to as much. I listen to them, like I have a pretty broad music taste. Like I literally Same. will almost as listen do to anything. I. Yeah, right. But here. so sometimes I'll go back and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I haven't listened to you know this album uh, in, a, in a long time. Like, I, I one recently that I had was uh, Views by Drake. That that album. <gasps> no, Drake is one of my favorites ever. And I was like deja vu listening to that. I was like, I was like, holy fuck! Like, I'm literally back in grade ten right now, like <laughs> or grade eleven or whatever it was. But that's no, crazy to me. Do you Final ever have Fantasy. That? Final no. Fantasy by Drake is probably forever going to be my favorite song. I don't even like him that much. That's the funny thing. I, like, I'm not even like a big Drake guy, you know. But like, I just listen to it sometimes. I like, his, I like oh. his music. I vibe with it. I like some of his cameras, songs, but I'm also not like a big Drake person. That's okay, but, you guys. I'll respect it. Okay, but okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys don't like associate like I associate country music with like the summertime. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, you yeah. do that too. Okay. Yeah. And like, I associate like <laughs> '80s rock with like production. Like, in the summer, yeah. in the summer, I, I, I should, I should say this in the summer. I literally like any given day, any time, like I don't, there's no other type of music I listen to. It's literally country the entire, yeah. like, like really when I'm, I'm talking about proper summer, it though. just feels right. Yeah. Proper summer. Not like, like not, production. I'm not talking about like student work summer. Cause there's a difference. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's a difference. There's, about, a like, God, there's difference. such a difference. Like June God. 22nd okay, to yes. September. What's the last day of is it like third. September, Whatever it is. September third Labor yeah. Day? Third. I think it's the third. Yeah. No, I I fully agree with this. That is that is country music time. Even yeah. in the fall. Okay, honest, okay. But... So yesterday and today it's been like plus fifteen in Winnipeg. <laughs> wow! And I, <laughs> the country playlist is on like the last two days. No, like, that's I am, so like, good. Ready. <laughs> I've been yeah, listening like... listening to a lot of country lately too, and I think it's just the the different people I've been hanging out with. But yeah. I, like, what kind of country? It too. What kind of country? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you more stadium or are you like proper country? Like both. Yeah, I'm, a mix. Like John Party. Love John Party. Okay. If you know who that is. No, I'm gonna like heartache on the up. dance floor or oh, dirt probably, on my yeah, boots. Yeah, no, no, I, I know. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Okay, I know it. Oh, I, know it I know it. Love him. Yeah. Um, what else do I love for country? Like. Obviously, Eric Church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Party. Okay. Yeah. 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 But it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. Countries. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like Christmas music, you know? Like it's like <laughs> <laughs> summer, summer, fucking summertime, right? Dude, that's the truest statement I've ever heard in my life. We gotta, we need to definitely have a speaker going. Like I feel like we didn't have a speaker going at Paintball. Did we? Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we did. Paintball? Yeah, 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 we so, did. I was so dialed in. I like probably just didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just need to have multiple this year. We need to have multiple in the different spots because if you only have one speaker happening and not everybody's over there, then it's not hype. Can't so. hear it. Yeah. yeah. I think it was only inside that building, hey? Yeah. Yeah, I think Wasn't so. Wasn't it only in that? I'm so excited thing. to like hang out with everybody again, you guys. I'm pumped. I'm excited to see everyone in person, like, oh. and just chat and like 
have real conversations with each other again like like you said in person about like how stuff is going and because I know I know Calgary is probably a little different for you Jacob because you actually do get to see people like fairly often yeah I get yeah I guess because you guys are in smaller towns I guess yeah like we don't really get that in the same way not Sarah not Sarah you're in a city I'm in a city but like a a city you know (laughs) (laughs) Winnipeg's a city Jacob it's just small townish okay (laughs) what is it like like (laughs) what's the population of Winnipeg I have no idea. Don't ask me that question. I'm a bad Winnipegger. I have no idea how many people live here. A lot. Winnipegger. Too many. <laughs> Gross. That's so bad, Winnipegger. Stop. <laughs> Brutal. A Winnipegger. Uh, no, oh, no, that's, that's, not as, that's not as bad as Manitoba. Uh-huh. Uh, no, not Manitoba. It's Tobin. I've heard I've heard you guys call yourselves Tobins before. Oh, yeah, that's well, fucking crazy. To that's insanity. It. Oh, my God. I've heard people say that and I'm like, I'm not from here. (laughs) I'm totally, I'm totally just fucking calling Brooklyn out here. But like, I think Brooklyn said that one time and I was like, are you kidding me? Like you, (laughs) and she's like, she's like, well, what? Like you guys say you're Burtons. And I was like, I've never called myself a Burton in my entire life. Like I'm, I'm I'm Al Burton. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. No, but like, no, we have like some payroll events, but it's like, um I don't know. We don't normally like not everyone comes to them. So there's like a group of like a few of us that hey, like, if show you up live continuously. If, if you live in Manitoba, get over to payroll events this year. <laughs> yes. Non-negotiable. Yeah, not to like call ones. people out, but like like we do want you there. <laughs> yeah. No, like seriously, and that's the thing. Like, it's like like I don't know if it's like some people think that they're like not welcome maybe because they don't know people as well but like seriously like man people like just get to payrolls like honestly like you will not regret it like it is so much fun you'll make so many awesome relationships you'll probably like you'll probably feel better about your business just because like you'll realize that like we're all kind of the same like it's super awesome so like big big time plug here everybody manitoba saskatchewan Alberta, like it's, you know, Calgary's like a lot of people are getting into it in Calgary. It's awesome. But, uh, like if there, if, if there's a payroll event anywhere in the country, BC, of course, right. <laughs> like go to payroll events if, if it's possible, like, like it, it, especially if it's in your city. Yeah. If, if, so if you're in the city and there's so regular easy. payroll events every two weeks, shit happens. The odd occasion where like, you just can't make it, but like, yeah. There's very, you gotta like it's go. Wings right? night next time, guys. Like we're going up for wings. There's like wings, right? I don't, but <laughs> that's like another like thing. Yeah. But yeah, like it's no, it's it's seriously like 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 nobody. I've never heard, honestly, like like I've heard very few people be like, oh yeah, I went to a payroll event and I like really regretted it. You know, like I just haven't heard that very <laughs> many times. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. That is true, to be honest. Yeah. But uh anyways, we've like kind of diverged. So uh, I think that's a pretty good pretty good area to end the podcast. But uh yeah, good conversation, Jordan. Definitely love uh, it, Jordan. Got pretty interesting <laughs> at the end. So <laughs> no, thanks, guys. Yeah, I think you're gonna, you know, you're gonna do you're gonna do great in your life. And obviously you've uh had a lot of successes already so thus far. So yeah. Thanks, my dudes. I appreciate it. Love you both to the moon and back.
Love you too. Come on, Jacob. You can say it too. (laughs) No, No, on a side note, I love that we've actually gotten like... On a side note, I love that the three of us have actually gotten to become like very, very good friends through this. I'm super happy that we decided to do this. Yeah, it's fun. It's so much fun. Like when I texted you guys earlier today and I was like, I need this. I need to just chat with you guys. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Missed you guys all up. Yeah, no, fun. it's super, it's super fun. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it, I mean, we just talked about it, but like, we kind of all met at like sort of apparel event. I mean, it was like training, but like, you know, we kind of, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that's true. Like, it's like, obviously we had to be at training, but like, you know, <laughs> the point is, is like you make great connections and it's fun. You make, you make, you make really cool friendships. So yeah. Word. Also Loki, shout out to Ayla for slamming us all yes. together for this. So yes. Shout out to Ayla for having a fabulous pitch to the three of us for bringing this together. We love you so much, Ayla. Yeah. 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 Honestly, she's, uh, you know, decent amount of the, uh, behind the scenes work, you know? So yes. Yeah. And it was her birthday recently. So it yes. was happy belated birthday, Ayla. She 22. No, she is. I uh, think she's 21 now, but does she feel 22? She's, Oh my god. Well, she's gonna this summer. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Everybody's feeling 22 this yeah. summer. Wait for it. Paintball. This is the summer. Like honestly, I'm feeling this summer. I think it's gonna be I like, think we need a ah, 22 so room. Guys, you know, we like, put, like you know when you just get a feeling about a certain summer? Like this is this is one of them summers, you know. Like, when was the last summer it. where it's like that was like the summer, like 20 2018, maybe or 2016? It's like 2016 was pretty good. It... Dude. Every every two years. And then there was like a gap because of COVID. <laughs> Fuck COVID. It's right? the year. It's the year, guys. Yep. It's gonna happen. This is the year. Woohoo. All right. We're taking off. So Okay, yes. We're we're done. Love take, you guys. Thank you take, for listening. Yeah. Peace. Take care. Take care. Comb your hair. <laughs> take off.